in this week's episode. We talk a lot of bollocks, as usual, but then we look at what's to come for Matt in future. Hi, I'm Matt. Parenting is hard, but do you know what? I've got some questions. And I'm Dan. Maybe I've got the answers. Hello, everybody, and I hope you're keeping cool because it's very, very hot at the minute. Um, I'm hot, you're hot, everybody's hot, but this is Ramblings of Dadman. How are you, Daniel? <laughs> I sounded like the beginning of like Love Island or something. Um, <laughs> how am I? I am very hot in in every aspect and sense of the word. I I've got a big head, and I am very, very warm, as you've just seen. I am very red. Yeah, so you look a little bit like, I mean, obviously no one can see this, but I've just <laughs> witnessed this. You look a little bit like streaky bacon at the minute. <laughs> like, how how have you managed? The only thing I can suggest is that you've taped one side of your arm up. <laughs> and then it's like a bit of a spiral snake or something. Like can you're I going for a extra I, tattoo. I, I'm not proud of this, but... Right, I did this with all the best intentions. Only there was a heat wave. It's been very, very fucking warm. Yesterday, I spent it indoors, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. But today, I thought to myself, you know what? No, it's warm. Kids are outside, paddling pools out. Fuck it, I'm going to sit outside with them. In in my wisdom, I I did put cream on. But, uh, so a couple of weeks ago, um, I had to go and buy some new um, sun cream for Georgia. And, I, you know, I'm one of these people. I like trying new shit. So the old style bottle where it's a squeezy thing and you get cream all over your hands. Fucking hate that. I hate putting sun cream on for that reason. So I found one that was like an aerosol. And I thought, fuck, that's, a, that's the best invention ever. Why has that never been a thing? So I bought it and I used that today. Now, in hindsight, what I probably should have done is <laughs> sprayed it on and then rubbed the general area. Uh, what I've done is clearly just sprayed a line down my arm, thought, ah, that's that's got quite a big chunk of my arm. And only now am I seeing that that is actually not the case. So yeah. I might, might as well have drawn my name on myself. <laughs> yeah might as well draw a knob on like the air in between us i feel your pain i have been dousing myself in fat to 50 over the weekend like i am small pale and ginger so the sun does not like me but um so yeah. that's, this is it. that's an interesting topic though they're, they're actually i saw this in the news the other day they're thinking of banning anything under fact to 15 and for general and then anything under factor 30 or 50 i think for kids i mean makes sense. i'm not i'm not surprised by that 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 feels like something i mean i mean we're of the age where people just used to put cooking oil on then they and thought oh, oh I'll yeah cook. okay i'll just cook i'll just cook i'll be fine with it but um yeah actual i actually remember somebody when we went to spain in year eight somebody 
one of the group actually did go on go out and put carrot oil factor two carrot oil and then upgraded by the end of it to just cooking oil that's absolutely bonkers fantastic everybody wear your factor 30 it's really warm outside <laughs> like i feel like we should now just be silent and i'll just cut in wear sunscreen if i can give you one yeah. piece of advice wear sunscreen. yeah put like an nhs advert on here for that like you can't skip this one within five seconds well the the maybe you'll marry maybe you won't <laughs> maybe you'll have kids maybe you won't but if I could give you one oh, piece of advice, that one. Oh, yeah, the best sunscreen. Yeah, yeah. Great advice. To be fair, we should have fucking listened well, yeah. this morning. <laughs> How else has your weekend been, then, mate? Uh good, busy, very busy. Been busy with work. Uh, a lot of hours going into that at the minute during the week. But the weekend, so we've been continuing some of the, uh, the household decorations. Uh, and on Thursday, we went out and purchased some laminate flooring. And being the stubborn Ooh. bastard that I am, I won't let anybody else decorate my house. So, I, uh, yeah, first thing, yesterday morning, got up and uh, cracked on with that. So, uh, it's all done. So, it's all, all through the hall. And then I've had, it actually led to today. <laughs> yesterday, I started it off. And then the nephew and niece came around for um, a sleepover with, obviously with our kids, not not to play with me. It's weird. Um, <laughs> they came around and then I downed tools around six o'clock to barbecue for everyone. And then today I've got up and I've pretty much been every tradesman going. I've uh, I've been a joiner. I've took some doors off. I've planed some doors. I've been a plumber. I've disconnected the toilet, took all that out. Um, and then whatever trade fits laminate flooring, then, you know, carrying on the theme of hunger mirror with tools and cut the grass. So proper like dad weekend, to be fair. A proper man's weekend. Yeah, yeah. Just, just like tools and sweat and, you know, flanges and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> what well, about you? In- in contrast, we've uh, we've not done any of that. We have, have you done some lived baking? a different life for a weekend. To be honest Ooh. with you, Ooh. we uh, we went to a we went to an event um, in a five star hotel, and we managed to oh. um, we were there for two days. And let let me just tell you that it was a a different kind <laughs> like of a living experience. Um. First of all, you're greeted with a valet car park who parks your car right on the front. So we trapped up in a Dacia Sandero next to a Rolls Royce, next to a, a, a Ferrari, next to a Lamborghini. The valet goes in the car, parks the fucking thing on the staff car park, doesn't it? <laughs> like... It just it was it was just funny. It was like we we've had a like quite a relaxing weekend for an event. Um but but yeah, something that's totally out of our comfort zone. Um going into a pretty sure I've heard before that there the the valets are instructed and maybe I've just seen this on a film, but they're instructed to put the nicer cars at the front. Just so it marries up. I, I mean that's absolutely 
Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. We were, um, wait, yeah, I, I mean, it's fine, but we, I think there was only us there that were that weren't private license plate and you know all fancy stuff. Uh, but right. we had a good time. I mean, we went we, we went into a um, a bedroom, an actual bedroom that had a grand piano in. So that's the kind of experience that we're talking here. The bedroom had a grand piano in. Did I've you looked play at the it. Piano? I, I tried to play the piano, but the kids were like, um, no, it, it's my turn to play some keys. I am not joking in you. I have lived in smaller houses, <laughs> like converting the square footage. Like if you comply, I have I've lived in smaller houses. Um, it was huge. Wow. Um, nice little spa. Um, I bought four drinks. Well, I didn't actually. Uh, so uh, Becky's sister's brother, uh, Becky's sister's brother, Becky's sister's partner, um, bought four drinks, three gin and tonics, one rum and coke, ninety-two pounds. I, I mean, I, I'm not too sure how I respond to that, but ninety-two pounds. That's obscene. Yeah, I mean that's the kind of place that it was. I mean, like I say, we had a good time, but we are we are definitely for third class steerage and not high class living. It was a uh, it was different. I, mean, I went to London a couple of weeks ago with work, and I bought I bought JD and Cork and a pint of lager, and I actually thought these guys are gonna have my pants down, and it comes to nine quid. And yeah, this was well, near, this was near the wharf. Well. This was in North Yorkshire, where um, when you when you go in, you like when you go to the bar, it's all table service and you like satin napkins as opposed to paper things. And uh, but you get a talk on this um, on this um, brandy, I think that they're selling uh, Louis the Louis the, Louis Trez Louis the Thirteenth. Um, For fucking ninety-two quid, I would expect them to serve it me in a fucking solid gold chalice. Well, a shot, a shot, which was in an actual, genuinely solid gold chalice. Like, it's the, like the, the cap of the thing was 24 karat gold that it come in. In fact, I think it's a bit more than a shot. I think it was like 100 mils or something like that. 650 quid. Yeah. So I, I so, happen to know, uh, I've heard of that uh, particular brand. Before and, and I've heard of that. So yeah, I know that's 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 up there with. That's disgusting. I mean, I don't and, uh, mean it's and a to taste. It probably tastes amazing, but <laughs> perhaps of it is obscene. Well, well, one of the gentlemen that we was was we, we got the bottle and he managed to get a sniff. And I said, I'm going nowhere near that thing because the bottle that they brought out was not 650 pounds. No. <laughs> they were like the bar staff were saying, but yeah, you buy this and then you make your money off the. Uh, or whatever the fucking the glass thing that's in because it takes three months to make or something like i'm still going nowhere near that and that too with the bottle of champagne that cost 23 pounds um, 23 grand so yeah so that was champagne. That, that, 23 grand yeah and i don't even think that was the most expensive thing on the menu but yeah 23 000 pounds see someone once said and, and i actually agree with this that if you're worried about the price of it, you can't afford it. 
I agree. Yeah. Well, yeah. But... We, uh, like, like we'll, we, um, you got complimentary bottled, um, in like glass bottles. So it was like a posh place. And let's just say that the bottle of water that we went into this event that we went to, uh, was filled with gin. Because <laughs> at £92 a round, we, uh, we were definitely smuggling something. Oh, but yeah, so it was quite... We've had, we've, we've had a day tonight. It's been blisteringly hot. Um, Fossey hasn't really coped well in the heat. Uh, Robin has coped slightly better, but that's because we had a brolly and like we've just covered her in the shade as much as we can. Uh, Fossey got caught out in the sun for about half an hour without... Um, without some tan lotion, and I think she really felt the better the the ill effects of it. Really, she got really tired. Um, and mm. in fairness, she's probably never been out in the sun for that long before, so she was fine after like a little bit of a sleep. But sometimes she has um, I say sensory issues because it's not sensory issues, but she doesn't do well to like cold like extreme temperatures so it's not like you could just shove her in a, a cold shower or a cold bath or something like that she uh, but we managed to where we were we managed to it was like a proper walking shower in one of the hotel suites so we managed just to dip her feet on the cold water for a little bit on the the bottom of the floor and she had a bit of a temp sleep and then she was fine um how does georgia coping um in, oh, she, in, she, in the, She's quite good. She texts after me. She's got, um, I think they classify it as like oily skin. She goes brown. Well, I was just going to say, she's quite fair, isn't she? So She is, but not in the skin. So I, it's weird. Right. So like Beck is very, very fair. She's, you know, she sits in the sun and, and Beck finds it hard to go brown. She goes red first and then stays red for quite a bit. Um she does go brown eventually, but Georgia just, she's very much like me. She will go super brown. I know I'm red now. My arms are very brown. That red will turn to brown like almost within 48 hours. Um, Georgia takes after me with the skin. So she's been all right with it. Again, we've been uh, covering her in Factor 50 anyway, mm. but... Yeah, no, she, she she's loved it. To be fair, she's had a paddling pool out. She keeps running around, jumping in that. She's got all of her bath toys in the paddling pool. Costs a fucking fortune to fill, and she keeps splashing the shit out of it. Is that just me being a dad? But <laughs> um, yeah, no, we, she, she loves it. We've had the little uh, this little octopus thing. It's like a a swing ball, but you shove like the hose pipe in, and it's just splits water all around the back garden today we've had that in so that's been quite fun nice. um, Callum is he too cool for skill now or did he make an appearance no 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 appearance yeah. I mean horrible. yeah to be fair he came down yesterday so obviously when we had um, nephew and niece over you know he, he made a special guest appearance in the back garden and was playing football and um, you know he had some suntan lotion on and he was fine but otherwise, he spent the day today playing FIFA. I was um, when I was Callum's age, and we uh, we went to a little health spa and decided to do 16 minutes on the sunbed. <laughs> that was a 
a bad, bad moment. Yeah, my stomach still hurts. <laughs> what, from laughing at how red I was afterwards? No, the pain, the, the, the genuine redness. Why would we do 16 minutes? That was just, I think the, whoever sold us those tokens needs locking up. Like, that's just genuine stupidity, that, isn't it? Why it, would, it would never happen now, especially for a 16-year-old as well, because that's yeah. what we were. Yeah. Like, that's never happened now. I think not long after that, it, laws came into it, didn't they? The, about ages and, and stuff like that, and length of time that you could actually go on it. Because a lot yeah. of people, you know, when we were that age, they were, they were doing all sorts of the injections and, you know, actually just... Yeah, I remember, and, yeah, there was melanin injections, wasn't there? Yeah. Like, and the people were literally turning orange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, why would you do that? Why, why would you inject yourself with actual dye? Just go, out, <laughs> go and stand outside for a bit. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shortcuts. Well, any more tips for staying cool, do you think? I know we're not experts, but my um, let's just say that my boys are sticking together at the minute. <laughs> It's awesome. I don't know if it's a genuine invention, but someone's made, uh, there's a picture going around of a little contraption that you can put on your car air conditioning blower fans with a little tube that you can stick in your shorts and keep your nuts cool while you're driving. Oh, that, that feels comfortable. That, it sounds amazing, doesn't it? I'm sure, I'm sure someone, somewhere, someone's already thought of ways to manipulate that. I mean, I've got two fans right now. I've got one on top of my desk blowing at my face and the other one's underneath. So I've got a little bit of ice just next to me. <laughs> have a quick dab. Have a quick dab. I'm so glad the cameras are off. I uh, know. Yeah, this not not sexy viewing tonight, guys. <laughs> this is not sexy viewing. Before, before oh, we go into anything actual... else, how, how was... Yeah, I was just going to say, before we go into actual content, I just wanted to tell you a funny story of uh, something that Beck did. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever done this, but she said that she actually classifies this as mum guilt. So let me just set the, the, the scene a little bit. Um, obviously, Georgia started school, you know, just before COVID happened. So she's a 2019 kid. She joined school then. And then, you know, halfway through her first year, COVID happened and then go home, all that shit. Um, this year, in year two, is her first ever school disco that she's actually been able to go to and attend. Oh, all right, yeah. Wasn't a thing. Uh, so she was all excited. First time she's ever been to one. Give her some money, and she's actually come back with most of that, but not the point. Um, so she's all excited. Bex dropped her off, and um, she was going to be collecting her because I was at work. Um, she went to went back to go and pick her up, and as she was pulling up on the car park, or as she was driving to go and pull up on the car park, she noticed all of the other kids walking in the opposite direction. She just thought, oh, shit, that must be like a couple of minutes late. So she got there to find Georgia crying and upset, thinking that, George, that Beck wasn't actually come for her. Turns out that Beck had misread the message from school and turned up 15 minutes late for her. Um, oh, the, no. the key stage two disco had already started. So, yeah, Beck felt absolutely guilty uh, of, you know, obviously turning up late and, and misreading it. 
and uh, Air Georgian milk that. So she got free slush and <laughs> loads of other sweets and, and whatnot as a as an apology. But yeah, Beck Why still not? feels a bit guilty. So just thought, I don't know if that's ever happened to you yet. But well, only I, I mean today I feel a little bit guilty because um, obviously I'm talking to your fine good self and. Me and Becky had a conversation probably about two and a half hours ago, and I said, bedtime's going to be a little bit difficult tonight because, I know, it's hot and stuff. And Becky said, oh, don't worry about it. Um, it's going to be really, really easy tonight. Both of them are really tired. I'm pretty sure one of them still may be up right now. <laughs> so, oh, today. this is going to be an hour-long episode then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Flossie today. She's uh, obviously she's she she's not great with the heat, but we've just been in the garden and um we've got she's fallen asleep in the garden, the poor thing. And oh. <laughs> we couldn't move her. We've got her in the shade, so she's fine, so she's not burned. But we've just had to wrap the hammock up ever so slightly like so um so she wasn't covered up from the sunlight, so she's been like a bit of a a bit of a burrito, but because no. she's been asleep in the garden, um, she's now not tired. So, yeah, I just take her back. Last time I checked, time. she was deleted faster. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But put her back in the hammock; she'll be fine. Oh. Okay. But, so yeah. obviously, the the guys and premise of, of this entire podcast has always been about you know experiencing your journey through becoming a parent and stuff and a lot of it obviously we've when we very first started it off it was preparing you and then we've looped back week to week but i wanted to sort of take a bit of a different approach and sort of maybe we've done this in parts in in, in a way before but just sort of there's a couple of things that i was talking to beck about today about something else other stuff stuff that's happened to us um but I wanted to sort of think, like, sort of pause it to you. Of obviously, you casting your mind forward. What are your expectations? So, I don't know. Does does Robin have a dummy at all? She, well, she she does have a dummy. Um, she doesn't tend to use it. To be honest, it's not like she's not the kind of baby that sticks a dummy in her mouth and then just use it um, all the time. The best way to explain how she uses a dummy is she uses it like a teething toy. So, like, she'll chew down on it for a little bit, but she'll never keep it in for a long a long amount of time. And she'll almost play with it like a toy. Like, she'll she'll um, she'll get the ring bit of it and then just start playing with that. Um, so, yes, she has a dummy. I don't have anything wrong with people that have dummies per se. I think as a kid, I had dummy until I was, like, fucking three and a half or something like that i'm sure my mum just didn't want me to speak um <laughs> so um I, I mean that's a joke but i don't actually know how long i had a dummy for i definitely know that i had one but yeah she she does however she doesn't really use it as a dummy it's more of a teething tool that's interesting you, you may have dodged a bullet then because this was what we were talking about was you know, getting in georgia to sort of give her dummy up and I just wanted to sort of see what your expectations were. But obviously, if Robin's not necessarily as, you know, as attached to it, you could probably substitute that with with other things like, I don't know, Bicky Pegs or 
but other teething things and then just gradually wean it out of existence. Well, the thing is, is that she's not interested in her teething toys. So she'll like, she'll like, she has got teething toys, but she'll play with them like their toys. Like they will go nowhere near her mouth. Mm. Um, so we don't foresee that being a problem. Although, I mean, in these last two days, two little tiny little teeth have just sprouted out. So maybe yeah. that's why she's using it a little bit more because yeah, the teething is, is now a thing, is the comfort thing. Mm. Um, so, yes, yeah, so a hopeful. I mean, you never know. In six months' time, she'll probably love the dummy and we'll have to be eating our words. But uh, well, yeah. at the minute, it's not that much of an issue. Oh, okay. All right. So you've dodged the well, you've potentially dodged the bullet because I was going to say that it's it, like you said it's it's a good thing to give kids to keep them quiet until the three and a half, but it, the one of the challenges is getting them to give up that dummy. And, yeah. and we sort of Callum was a bit harder, but with Georgia we sort of had to trick her into. Um, just sort of saying like that we're going to give it to the Easter Bunny uh, and because they oh, need right. to give it to other children who need it now and just sort of convinced her that way gave it up almost overnight she says but it relies on that understanding that it's going to someone else um, we've got a, a thing with Flossie I guess which is similar um, but she's she's at the, that she's just at that age where she finds things boring so cleaning the teeth is just like a boring job to her so we have to convince her that she has to clean herself every day or the tooth fairy when they come they don't give money for bad teeth and you know i guess it's that kind of little thing where i guess it is manipulation really but it's like positive manipulation isn't it where and then obviously and then it becomes a learnt behavior it's positive manipulation i like that i'm gonna i'm gonna take that one I'm, I'm, I'm just positively manipulating you. Well, that actually segues into the next one. That, that segues into the next one, like, in terms of what are your sort of expectations. Obviously, you've just said that you, you feel as though Robin's first teeth are coming through. And, you know, I don't know if, if Flossie's gone to this stage yet, but what are your sort of expectations when that first tooth does come out, obviously both for Flossie and for Robin? Do you experience, do you foresee it just being simple, easy? I don't know, to be honest with you, because it's it's almost a gradual process, isn't it? And <clears throat> I remember myself being young and and still believe like the Easter Bunny was a thing and it's almost that anticipation. Um, I, I'll be honest, I haven't thought about it that head. I mean, Flossie's, Flossie's five, um, so it's it's coming up to where where we should be in the next 12 months or so. She'd probably lose the first teeth. Um, I mean, I guess you want to make it an exciting experience because all the teeth are going to fall out eventually. Um, I mean, I remember you saying in a previous episode that the tooth theory now costs a fiver, so yeah, maybe if just you, for you the can first spread one, it out a little bit. Booking first one, remember that. Right. Um, <laughs> At the rate of inflation, that might be about £6,000 the way it's going. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. on top again, on top you're making this super easy for me then. I, wow. One of the other ones, or the last one, was going to be 
Sort of, okay, so again, George has just had her first disco. I guess Flossie will probably have hers maybe next year, her first one. Yeah. I, don't know if they, I don't know if they do it for reception, but, um, you know, that that's sort of a precursor, really. You know, Callum's just left school um, and he's got his prom. For a boy, that just means a suit. That's fine. You know, whatever it is, 100 quid, 200 quid. It, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not cheap. But it's just a suit. Now, we've got friends who've got girls who are also leaving uh, and have left. Top of your head, how much do you think the average dress costs? And how much do you think that they should spend on that? On that, oh, I, just a prom outfit. On a prom dress, say, well. Go on. I know first figure that comes into your head. Go on. I would say for a 16-year-old prom, I would say like it's going to be a special thing. There's going to be a bit of peer pressure to go, but based on today's rates, maybe I would say 150 quid. How far are they out? Well, given that you know Flossie is 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 way off and Robin's even further off, you best get saving now. Oh, uh, so some of the girls at the minute. The dresses are six, seven hundred pound just for the dress. Then you've got her nails, makeup, professional makeup. So when you, you know, start looking into marriage costs and stuff like that. You know, bear that in mind of how much it costs for for her, for her cuts and her styling. How much makeup costs, how much nails cost, eyebrows, eyelashes. Spray tan, the fake. All girls all want the fake tan if they've not got a real one. Yeah, you're looking at a grand. I should like, have invested in Bitcoin, shouldn't I? Ten years ago, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, ten years ago. It's a grand now. Uh, I reckon it may be closer to two grand by the time Georgia and Flossie get there. As I just ripping my own hair out now as I uh, <laughs> think about it. It's obscene, and, isn't it? You don't. You, I guess you don't think about it being a bloke. You just think, oh, nice dress, bit of makeup, it'll be fine. But yeah, 600, 700 quid. But again, I guess there is going to be, we've just mentioned peer pressure, but there is going to be like, oh, well, I don't want to be the dress. And for a 16-year-old, that's really important, isn't it? <laughs> so, well, it's not just that, though. That you've got to factor in the grand entrance as well. Some, yeah. some of the kids these days, they want like flying on a fucking helicopter. Yeah, limos I can keep seeing all over town, which is yeah. probably, yeah. Big, big business. What, what yeah, are you doing? Oh, driving a mile from a house to school. Oh, good. I, so, actually, on top of it, I actually drove past um, one of the Leavers dues a couple of weeks ago um, at Reebok. At the, well, it's not Reebok anymore, is it? Whatever it's called. University of Bolton yeah. Stadium or whatever it is now. But there was one on there. Actually, you know, there must have been about a thousand people at the front. All the parents had converged wow. on the, the actual front to take pictures of all the kids. But there was a queue of traffic to get it, and it was the most expensive queue I've ever seen. It was almost like they were queuing for your five-star hotel. There was Porsches. There was Lamborghinis. There was five people in tractors. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bonkers. Yeah, you've got to make like this unique, 
well, that's already yeah in, in works. There's, it's being planned, but you know, she's got plenty of time to to sort of make that happen. But yeah, yeah, have this unique, this grand entrance, and it's, it's, it's bonkers. You know, if you factor in renting a, a Lamborghini for the day, whatever that costs now, plus all the other stuff, yeah, it's yeah, we're we're very fast turning into. Something they could get carried away with. It's getting into four figures territory, isn't it? So I'll start saving. Okay, so I have a question, and this might be a controversial question, but it's a it's a it's a good talking topic for whatever's going on at the minute in terms of the the weather. Uh, but it's something that Becky and I have talked about today, and we don't know we don't know the right answer yet. Well, we kind of think we do, but so. Has Georgia broke up for school yet? Uh, next week. Yeah. So, does she break up on the Friday or does she break up like halfway through the week? I think it's halfway through the week. Do you know? Yeah. Right. So, at this at, at somewhere in in the middle of the week, it's going to get to like thirty eight degrees, thirty nine degrees. Mm. Um, some schools may not be set up for like a heat in terms of air conditioning um you know there might not be safe provisions for school for, for schools just because in the uk you've never really had to deal with a, a heat like that what are your thoughts on whether kids should go to school does that kind of make sense we're not saying that uh you know schools should be closed or something like that but is there a is there a where if kids are just going to run out all day and like especially if they go out for the breaks outside or should that be inside like what are your thoughts on it so georgia school is doing something where you can go in in your PE kit so the kids are a bit cooler they're not in a uniform okay, okay um, <laughs> i have seen that some schools are thinking about closing over the next couple of days why it's this this freak heat wave uh personally I don't know. I, I mean, I never advocate anyone skipping school, but at the period where you are, you know as well as anyone, all they're doing is just, they're not learning anything at this point. They're just colouring in. The teachers are wrapping up for the year. You know, there's three, four, last three, four days of term. They're burning all the old notebooks and all that shit, and there's probably loads of supply staff on hand. No kid's going to miss out anything. I mean, that's that's kind of my point it's like Flossie's got two days left of school this the the Tuesday she is doing a film day all and I get I, I mean part of me thinks well what's the point because she's not going to learn anything but then the other side of the, the other side of it is well I'm going to miss out on all that social interaction she's got a teacher a present you know she's not going to see her school friends for for six weeks maybe you know, they already miss out on a birthday kind of see, so she would only see like maybe one or two of her friends or something like that. And it's just that kind of it's kind of way up the balance, isn't it? Of like what's the best thing to do, and then top all of that it's going to be incredibly hot. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just a, it's just a bit of a talking point, really. Yeah, there's there's no right answer. I feel. I, I mean, like I said, I'd never 
personally advocate anyone missing school, but I think this is sort of extenuating circumstances. It's a bit different. Maybe you can manage. But it's probably an individual answer. You, you know, it depends on, like you said, has that school got air conditioning? Are the kids better off actually at school than they are at home? If you don't have any air conditioning, is your house, you live in like a, a greenhouse <laughs> almost where, you know, there's certain rooms in our house yeah, green, that yeah. are no, I, I, red hot. So I think it's going to be individualised. I think some people, it might be better, they might be cooler at school. Um, I'd, I'd, uh, yeah, it's a hard one. I mean, you're, you're right to obviously think about it. I think in putting your position with Flossie where she's at, depending on the school, the nature of that, again, there's there's all sorts of variables there, but I would probably lean towards just keeping her off. Um, well, I mean, it's something that we've not figured out, and I think it's one of them things that will play by a year. But, I mean, it's kind of lucky in the sense that legally a reception person doesn't have to, a reception person, a pupil in reception doesn't legally have to go into school. Um, but it's not something, it's just it's just a bit of a talking point, really. I think she she, she probably, knowing Flossie, she will probably want to go in, so we'll at least try it. But I'm half expecting to get a phone call to say that actually she's, she's not coping very well or something like that, or she needs to come home while the school... Maybe you had your bets and you're 50-50. in that bloody room. Maybe you're at your best and you're yeah. 50-50 and you just send her in tomorrow with all the presents for the teachers, boxes ticked, you know, you've done that, and then Tuesday she has a film day at home. Well, yeah, I mean, there's lots of variables, to be honest with you, and I'm sure we won't be the only family thinking about it. Um, but, yeah, it's just something to, to think about. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's an interesting thing, but... Like I said, there's, there's no right or wrong answer. But, uh, yeah, on that fine bombshell, let's, uh, let's go and hit the sack. I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Holiday yeah. Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening. Just a bit of a heads up that um, we won't be recording next week um, just because of some... Uh, life issues that need to go on so we're going to have a, a week's break and then take it from there um, yeah. back in two weeks yeah if you're still listening so, see you then see you then see you then